0: Weekly message from Encounter, where your past has no future and hope is reborn. Here is today's special guest speaker. I felt God, the Spirit of God, uh, um, call me to deliver this message, uh, but it goes along perfectly. Me and Kelly were running the towpath yesterday, and uh, we started like on the outskirts, I'm not quite sure where it was, but anyway. We ended up going about four miles into Akron, and along the way we came across some uh, rougher parts of Akron. Um, And while we were, okay, running and walking, while we were walking, we, um, we came across uh, some people that were, they were living a hard life. We actually stopped and talked to one guy, um, Tommy Boy, and uh, you know, my heart went out for him, not because I understood where he was in life, but I felt God's heart for him and in that moment we began to look around and if if we would not have even gave it a second thought you would have passed all these people but we started looking around and you could see groups of people tucked up under the bridge groups of people off into the into the woods and you know Tommy he sat there and he he he, he gave us a short testimony you could tell he was trying to get money out of us but it's okay we didn't have any so um so he's uh showing us how you know he he's an alcoholic and you can tell that he had got drunk passed out and was blistered from head to toe with sunburn to the point of infection the the infection in the blood it was coming through his shirt and i mean Man, I had a heart for him. And instantly I thought while I was looking around at all these people, because listen, you got alcoholics, I'm sure you got heroin addicts, you got black folks, you got white folks. You know, I'm sure they're not all from Akron, different cultures, different backgrounds. And I thought to myself, Lord, if you wanted to minister to each one of these people right now, because we know he can, how would I go about? How would I do that? because i didn't want to stop with tommy boy i wanted to run all through there and just show them all the love of god and i and i and i thought to myself dang how the heck would i do that so it kind of brings me to my message and don't worry it's going to be a good one guys i've already came in agreement with the spirit of god that i'm gonna let him take control of this uh, and i'm just going to hold on to the rain. So let's pray. Dear heavenly father, we thank you that your spirit dwells deep in mo- inside of us, lord, and that it is constantly cultivating and softening our heart because we know that your word is sharper than any double-edged sword and we pray that it takes deep root inside of us and that it we are forever changed of it from it and that it it brings forth good fruit. Amen. So uh my first um Uh, scripture that I'm going to start with is from Matthew 10 5 through 8 and it says these 12 and we all know the 12 he's talking about the disciples Jesus sent out commanding them saying do not go into the way of the Gentiles and do not enter the city of the Samaritans but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel Mm and as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick cleanse the leopards raise the dead cast out demons because freely you have received freely give i want to talk about the kingdom of heaven first of all and uh, it says right there in the scripture that it's at hand what that means is is it's right now we are living in it we have full reign and access to the kingdom of heaven now what is the kingdom of heaven well we know it's a place it says in john fourteen two, my father's house has many mansions if it were not so would have not told you i love that I go to prepare a place for you. I love this about Jesus. He almost confirms it before you try to reject it. He knows us, man. He Jesus knows our hearts. It's so good. It's so good. He's like, wait, if I were if it wasn't so, I wouldn't have told you this. So don't even go there. It's like yeah. So we know the kingdom of heaven is a place it's not a physical place you can't hop in your car type it in your GPS and go there it's a spiritual place but a place nonetheless and every place every kingdom has its own language now I'm not talking about your spirit man language that connects you to the to the father I'm talking about how is it how is it the parallel or I'm I'm talking about the language that God wants to minister to his children. So we know that every kingdom has its own language. In China, they speak Chinese. In Mexico, they speak Spanish. I almost said Mexicanese or whatever. (laughs) Um, Today, I feel like the church is, it's, it's like they're living in France but speaking Chinese now you can imagine how frustrating that could be a uh, picture yourself asking for directions you're in China or you're in, let's say you're in France you're in France and you go up to a guy and you're wanting to ask for directions to get to a place and you go up to him and all you know is Chinese and you're up there and, and you know, however Chinese people speak, and all you get back from him is, we, we, you. <laughs> you know, can you imagine how frustrating that would be? So, uh, and and you can actually be a Chinese resident and not know a lick of Chinese. They'll take you. You can go there. It's, it's a real thing. People do this, I think. But, the, I mean, how can you, how can you interact, how can you function in a culture or society and not know a thing about it? It's almost impossible. I mean, you could try, but you're not going to be very effective. Now, in Genesis 1.11, it says, the, now the whole earth had one language, one, the whole earth. Now, we're talking about the whole entire earth, Okay? had one language and one speech i believe what they're talking about here in genesis is kingdom language they all talked with a kingdom tongue you know i don't believe the entire earth all speak the exact same english you know what i mean i mean you got americans or, or, or northerns you guys call your drink or whatever pop down south we call it soda now listen i don't Call it what you want. I'm, I'm. That ain't a problem. But what I, my point is is, even with a language, you have a dialect that goes with that language, that um, that uh, uh, specifies your culture or, or, you know, your lifestyle. Okay. Now, Philippians 3:20 says, "Our citizenship is in heaven, for which we eagerly wait." The Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ. So our citizenship, believers, you guys, is in heaven. So how do we speak with a heavenly language, in a heavenly language, to the lost sheep? In a dialect for which they can understand. Well, first off, you want to know that no direction ever started with you've arrived I believe that today now listen I understand that we we serve a God that's great mighty and all powerful but even he had a formula start off in creation now we know that he can flick Universes off his tongue, but he did it on a day by day. Day one, let there be light. He formed the planets day two, day three, day four. And it was so awesome about creation is that he laid down a boundary and then stuck to his own boundary. You know, God didn't have to rest. It's crazy you think God's got to rest. He did that because it was a boundary that he laid out and he. How could how could his creation respect a boundary that he himself don't respect? So, and the walls of Jericho. Let's take this one. For in fact, you look in the Old Testament, the walls of Jericho, when Joshua was taking the first big city. Now he already knows that God had called him to bring forth the the, the, the promised land. He he already knew this. Okay. But when he seen how big and fortified Jericho was, he had to go to the Lord and he said, Lord, what the heck, man? What the heck am I supposed to do now? And it's kind of funny how it all takes place. But he, he tells Joshua, take seven of your priests and have each of them hold seven horns. And for seven days, I want you to march around Jericho and on the seventh day, I want you to walk seven times and then blow your horn. It wasn't just blow your horn. It wasn't walk around. It wasn't just do this, do that. There was a format, a formula. Even at the tabernacle, there was an there was a operation. There was, there was something that you had to do when you first went into the uh, outer courts. There was the bronze altar where you had to lay down your sacrifice for the Lord, atoning you for your sins. And afterwards, you had the bronze laver. Am I saying it right? Laver, whatever. It was a washing bowl where you cleansed yourself. You washed yourself off before you were and you were able to step into the holy place. Now, almost every time you look at an act of God, there's always go here. Go, go take this sheep, carry it up to this mountain, slaughter it, take one piece, put it there, take another piece, put it over here, uh, pray six, six times and jump up and down, you know. So, I have actually put together a three point step, if you would call it, on how to do this now. Um, it's uh, it's called finding your formula. Now, while I was while I was standing there looking at all these people, and I was thinking, how do I how am I able to minister this? I went back uh, to a, a a place. Well, let me just get into it. It's uh, step number one is make yourself available. This is what God told me that today. We are not making ourselves available. You can't be used by God unless you allow yourself to be used by God. Today, people are always wanting to stay home. Today, people are wanting to engage through Facebook instead of direct. I'm not saying God can't use Facebook. I'm just saying God would rather use you. Simple. So, I... (laughs) I got this uh this thing that i do actually me and jeff we've done it a lot actually we uh we take our, we go out to giant eagle right this is random we will we'll, we will literally just go hey man you want to you want to go to john eagle let's go to john eagle let's go let's go let's go talk to some people i love to i love listen i know character right i love interacting with people random people and uh so i, I really feel like this is why god used me to to, to minister this word so we go to giant eagle and we're just walking around literally like we are running for mayor of streetsboro just walking up to people hey sir how you doing today my name is james chadwick it's good to see you hey how are you you would be surprised and 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 now you'd be surprised how many people will respond it is nuts you, you know what I mean, it, to think it in your mind, you go like, dude, this dude's gonna think I'm crazy. He's probably gonna reach for his phone or some mace or something. Like, I'm telling you, you will be surprised how many people go, man, you know what? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? You know, or just you? They, they light up. It's just the simple fact that you are interested in them. It's, it's, it's amazing. And you don't believe how many people I've, I've, I've engaged, and they go, you know. Not not that great. Instantly, I feel the Spirit of God just ministering to me, man, what's going on? You know, I don't have a clue what that person's going through, but there is someone out there that does know exactly what that person's going through. And it's not my job to know that. It's my job to to stand in the gap, to be an intercessor. Um, Step number two. Get personal. You know, may making yourself available, it's great. Make it personal. I feel like you only have a few seconds to find a similarity with these people. Find something that interests them. Uh that that that, that now listen, this goes back to the dialect. You need to a find an, an, a common ground of interest and understanding. Because now And the Spirit of God wants to use you in a way they can understand once again like if if you're speaking if you're in China and you're speaking Chinese uh, and you're speaking a different language you can speak to them all you want but they're not gonna understand anything you're saying now this technique I kind of learned at life changers you guys know how they do the fundraising right the fundraising events they go out in front of walmart you will not be i mean you'll be surprised how fast how quick that you have in order to engage somebody i mean you have the time that they walk through the door and hit the the blacktop it's like the little part the little sidewalk there that's about as much time as you got because once they get past you they're not coming back they i mean i've seen them come back but chances are they're not coming back so I've came up with this technique. It's kind of like I call it the Sherlock Holmes technique. You ever seen that movie where he sits there and he reads the person and he like breaks it all down and like he find, he looks at the person to find a similarity, you know, to 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 so he can understand more about that person. You can learn a lot about a person by what they're wearing, how they t- if they tie their shoes, you know, it's, it's what their logo says on their shirt. Uh, and this is how I actually allow the spirit. Because, listen, it's a quickness that he gives me, but I have to look for it. So I look for a similarity, and then it opens the door, because whenever you are a minister to somebody, you have to have them open up to you. You being open is not enough. You can, you can open yourself up and share the world with the world, but if the world has closed itself off to you, you're not doing anything at all. So I feel like finding this similarity and and a point of interest with the people is how you get them to open up. Step number three, impact someone's life. Now this is more the Spirit's job. I honestly believe when the Spirit of God shows up, that person should leave forever changed. I've witnessed many times, once again I'm talking about the, the fundraising event, I've went back to places more than once. Uh, and I've had people that came up to me and said, hey, James, oh man, I seen, I seen your, your, your tent up and your table, and I was, man, I was hoping you were here. And I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, who, are, who, are, who are you it's like dude it's it's cool man i understand you don't remember me i'm sure you talk to a lot of people man all the time i just want you to know that you changed our life and of course i know i didn't do anything i'm, I'm not gonna argue with them because i'm all like really <laughs> you yeah, know pretty cool huh? <laughs> all right um but that's the power of god Man, when, when God shows up, he shows out. And I'm telling you guys, this is not a one-sided thing because we know uh, 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 the, the word of God is so, it's, it's a dual word. It, 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 it goes both ways. I never felt more proud to be a child of God, to be a minister of his word as I did in that moment. I was proud to stand with my chest out knowing that the Lord used me. And, and, and used me in a mighty way you know i mean it was astonishing and, and here the thing is is i i didn't i didn't i, did, I didn't know what, I, I didn't even remember them it's not like yeah i remember that that was that time that the ground shook and then you know the, the winds were whipping i had hold on my tent because the power of god showed up they were impacted And then in return, impacted me. Brings me to my next point. If you want to see the power of God, go out and be the power of God. Because he's in you. John, you got the power of God inside you, man. And I feel like us as believers, we come to church hoping to see a miracle wanting to see a miracle that's i'm listening guys leg grows man that's pretty cool i'd like to see something like that i'm, I'm not i'm going to be honest with you but i'm here to tell you guys the chances of you seeing something like that in this building are much slimmer than if you were to go out into the wilderness john the baptist didn't go to a temple preaching repent for the kingdom of, of god is at hand He went into the wilderness, and he was a voice crying out. Man, we are the disciples, guys. We are the disciples. It says in Matthew 28, my second verse here, it's a short one. Matthew 28, verse 19. This is Jesus talking again. Therefore, go out and make disciples of all nations. Not one, not two, all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Now I know he's talking to the disciples here, but he's telling his disciples to go out and make disciples. We, Each and every one of you sitting right here is a disciple of God. Called to minister his word by your testimony of the goodness of that Christ has done in your life. Every one of them. That's one of those gifts, man. I love the gift of prophecy because we all have it. <laughs> and it's it's there. It's there anytime. So I'm gonna I'm actually gonna close with this. Don't worry, it's not, it's it's kind of a long testimony, but I have a testimony. I call this my application. It's got a funny title. It's uh, The Testimony of Stoners. So, this was Palm Sunday. You guys remember, Pastor was preaching um, about uh, the Easter bunny and how many eggs he laid. That was a joke. Um, He was uh, preaching. Uh, about Resurrection Sunday coming up and he was asking us all to invite somebody to come to church. You know the whole thing about church tenants doubling, yada yada yada. So we actually just left service which was a great service. It, every, every one of them is, just in case he's listening. I love pastor services, all of them. And uh, we decided that we were going to go, I can't remember the place, where did we go? Nelson's Thank you Jeff nelson's ledges so we get to nelson's ledges and um i think it was uh, me kelly and Caleb. we get there and immediately when we pulled up we pulled up beside a car and me being the guy I, I'm, an, I'm a very observant guy i like to look around i just once again part of my personality i look to my to my left as soon as i get out of the car and little there's some guys that are sitting in in the in the front of the car and they're just like They're rolling, they're rolling dub sticks up, guys. Okay, it is what it is, you know. And I, I remember, I look over, and I'm like, look at these guys, look what they're doing. And uh, you know, to me, this is normal. Not, you know what I mean? It's, it's, guys, we, we, even though we're not of the world, we live in the world. And I'm looking at Kelly and, and, and Kayla, and I'm like, we should minister to them. <laughs> and uh, I, I remember Kelly goes, well, minister to them. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, they're in their car rolling up. Well, you want me to walk up to the window? Uh, hey, sir, you know, Jesus loves you. He wouldn't want that for you. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no, you know, but I felt bad because I really wanted to. I, I feel a calling on my life to minister to uh, these people that are bound up in drug addiction. Of course, you guys know some of my story. I did not rob banks, but I had problems. Uh, so as we we're walking, I instantly started praying in the spirit. Instantly. All right? telling myself, Lord, I'm willing. I'm available. Here I am. If it be your will that i minister to these gentlemen please make it so make it happen so we go on about our business and and we're running and we're and we're jumping and kelly's sitting there trying to leap from rock to rock but freaking out it's anyway and all of a sudden i start smelling this thing i'm like what the heck Cause we're at the top. I don't know how many of you guys been to Nelson's Ledges, but it's got these like little, you know, I mean, creases and stuff that you walk through. And we're on the top of it. You know what I mean? And we're we're leaping from you know, canyon to canyon. It's you know, it's kind of neat. And I, I smell it. And I'm like, that's that's the part. I smell it. <laughs> and sure enough, the guys are just they're they're down there right up under us. Right. And uh, of course I'm not. Once again, I'm like, hey man. Don't do that, you know? So, and I just know that God's going to give me an opportunity to minister to these guys. I just I can feel it. So we continue going, and, and it kind of comes it evens out there. And I see them, and I look at I remember I look at Kelly and I look at Kayla, and I go, "Watch this." And I think I even seen it. I said it right, Kingdom Language One Oh One, and I go. Yo, bros, what's happening, dudes? You wouldn't believe, listen, I'm not even sure if I thought this was gonna work, but instantly they got, yo, what's up, dude? (laughs) This is a true story, I mean, I don't make this stuff up. And they're like, I'm like, what you dudes doing? They're like, hey, you know, hanging out. I'm like, us too. And then we walk over to him, I'm like, you know, instantly, I made myself available. I found a similarity, I know they smoke pot, I know, you know I'm thinking Scooby Doo, you know what I mean? Like Shaggy, hey, you know? <laughs> you know? So I, I, I try to find a similarity, a common ground to this guy. I wasn't gonna walk up to him like, <clears throat> how you doing sir, oh, you know. You just can't do it, man. The dude's going to be like, what? Fre- Freaking me out, man. Take off running. You're messing my high up. So we start, we start talking, and I'm like, so, dude, you come here often, man? And they're like, yeah, dude, every day. I'm thinking, uh-huh, yeah. Every day, man. I'm like, this is our first time, man. There, man, wh- where are the cool places to go? And they're like, oh, man, dude, we know. Come on, follow us. So now... We, we've, we've made a connection. We're with these guys now. They're, 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 they're taking us all over the place, showing us this and showing us that. And we end up at their little secret lair, I think it was, like their special place to smoke the pot. And uh, we're down there. And it's finally a, a chance that we've actually stopped moving. You know what I mean? Uh, listen, the Spirit of God gave me little nuggets to drop onto them. They kept saying stuff, and I'd, quote, I'd, I'd hit them with scripture. I respond almost every time with scripture. <laughs> and, and it's because they don't know this, but I got Kelly and Kayla going, Seriously? Seriously? And I'm like, I, I just, it happens. It just comes out. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, so we get to this little spot. It's like where the waterfall comes inside this little hole. And sure enough, it was kind of awkward at first because they started trying to give us their pot. They're like, You want to smoke? Here, man. And you got to understand people in this situation that's how they show their respect to you you know what i mean it's it's like you are now that's like you're in there you know what i mean i'm gonna share my i'm gonna share with you i'm breaking bread you know and we're like i'm i go no bro it's cool man i don't do that no more man you know i actually was uh bound up pretty hardcore in drug addiction and you know uh it really uh it really took me down a dark road but praise God he brought me out of it and I started telling him what I do I minister to young men now I told him about the 12-month recovery ministry that I went through and I, I tell him about how God is using me to speak to young people which led me into church service and I said hey man our pastor preach today and he encouraged us to invite people invite people to our to our our church Sunday for Easter instantly he's like oh dude is it Sunday oh, it's it's Easter and I'm like Kelly's like no it's Palm Sunday this is the day and she instantly starts to minister to him this is the day that Jesus rode into into Jerusalem. And they were all cheering Woo, Jesus you're so cool and everybody had a great time it was a party and they welcomed him as royalty and then I was like yeah and then like a few days later they crucified him they killed him like damn what and guys I don't remember all the details but it opened the door to ministry and I and I'm like yeah man Easter is actually Uh, what they call Resurrection Sunday, it's not even about a bunny and some eggs. He was like, what, dude? Not about a bunny? I'm like, no, man, it's about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, man. God died for us, you know? And, And so in that moment, you can see the formula that took place. And I'm telling you guys, after this was said and done, and look, they'll tell you, we could not get rid of these guys. <laughs> like it went from us falling them around to us, like, okay, these backs turned us, get away from them. <laughs> I literally told Kelly, I was like, Do I need, am I supposed to throw, throw a rock at them? Like, it kick rocks at him? Or, hey guys, come on. Um, but this is, all, this is all true, guys. And uh, God wants that for all of us. Each one of you has a language given to you by your father that has a unique dialect. Kayla, there's only certain people that you can reach. Now, I know, listen, God, if he can speak through a donkey, he can speak through any of us. But you have a gift and an anointing to speak to a certain group, generation, age, Etc., etc. We just simply have to tap into the formula that God has laid out in our lives. Welcome to the weekly message from Encounter, where your past has no future and hope is reborn. Here is today's special guest speaker.